This is episode shit 105. <laughs> Hang on, I'm all, I'm all, I'm coming out of the gate googling stuff because I don't know what's going on. Episode 104. What did I say? 105? 104. This will be 104. 104. And we got Mr. Lonnie C in the house. So let it be Rita. So let I'm it be back. done. Little Metallica <laughs> It was like two weeks ago. Well, that was Halloween. But, but I think week, what I'm going to do... It was the weekend before Halloween. I think what I want to do, since we got got uh, other stuff to cover as well, I want to go ahead and do this as an intro, and then we're going to get to the Walker, the Walking Dead stuff. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's uh, cool. Because today is Veterans Day, and uh, we're watching Monday Night Raw. They did a big... You know, they always do a big thing for the troops yeah. when it started. So we're going to give a big shout-out to the veterans. And uh, on the downside, sadly, today is when Stan Lee passed. A veteran. Yeah, and he is also a veteran. Yeah, I was. That's what I was. About that. That's what we were talking about earlier, like off of the podcast. But I wanted to make sure I got it in here. Was it Stan Lee was in the army? He he was actually already pretty famous, I believe. And then in World War Two, everybody was just joining the army. So Stan Lee was like, "Hey." I guess I need to join the army. So he did. I mean, he had no reason to. He didn't have to, but he wasn't drafted. He yeah, just he just decided to join the army because he felt like that was what he was supposed to do. And it come to find out, I had to look it up to make sure. I knew they had created some kind of filming thing in the army for him, and I knew Dr. Seuss was in the same group. And that's what I, I just looked it up right before we started. And uh it was the guy who created the Adams family was part of it too. They were all in the same group. So that was kind of cool. So everybody that worked in this art department per se pretty much went on to be famous. Went on to be famous. And they create I think they created the art department just for this group. Like, you were saying you originally heard about that from a documentary that you saw. Yeah, it was um Where where do I go to see that? I'd like to watch that. I can't remember if it was a Stan Lee documentary or just one on Marvel. I won't say it was on HBO or Showtime one. I bet if I just Google Stanley documentary, I can probably find it. Oh yeah, but there's probably like dozens out there too. So, I mean, and when you're 95 and you've created as much as he's created, then also it just so happened to pop up while I was looking up that earlier. It just so happened to pop up that his uh, net worth in 2017 was 50 million dollars. It almost feels like it should be more than that. Though. I would think so, but I mean, a lot of it, you know, like there's uh, people nowadays that make that for a, a movie, like actor, like like super. But A-list. I know also too that he he opened his own. Uh, Look at everything he created. Like he created the world we live in, basically. <laughs> but he also, I, I know he put a lot of money into his own uh, comic line. I think comic book, uh, and I think that. He ended up losing a lot of money from that at one point. It was weird, so, too, because there's been so many hoaxes out there about his death that I was like, uh, Anthony voxered me at about, I don't know, 11 o'clock today. The man, did you hear about Stan Lee? I was like, I was like, dude, are you sure? Yeah, nowadays you got to like look it five up. Times. Like, 
And I just went to Facebook because like if because I'm friends with uh, especially with the podcast with so many people that would be posting about that. Yeah, I'm like, let me just go to Facebook because it'll be all over Facebook, and I didn't see any posts. I was like, ah, it's probably not real. Well, like five minutes later, it's like your whole Facebook, Facebook just like, exploded with family. Rest in uh, peace. My wife actually sent me a text message. I was working, and my wife sent me a text message about it, and uh. I just kind of took her at face value at that point. But then when I got home and opened Facebook for the first time today, it was like the first 20 posts was about Stan Lee. It was just like, whoa. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what Marvel movies are in production right now because, if I'm not mistaken, well, there's he, a, he always films his cameos. Well, he definitely well, he, films them separately, he was in, but uh, I watched Ant Man and Wasp last night. So there might still be some Stanley cameos from yeah, all the movies I feel, I feel that, that haven't been be. used yet. Because there's still, um, well, I mean, there's like Herschel was on The Walking Dead. Yeah, and he's been dead since October. Yeah, but it. No, I think the. Of course, there's Avengers four. I mean, that's that's already been filmed, and uh, Captain Marvel. Did, is already being filmed, in, in and the new X Men. If he's in it, do what? What was his cameo in Infinity War? Or did I can't remember. It seems like he was in a car, going down the road, or was that Stanley cameo? Infinity. Somebody's already googled it. Everybody's googled. Oh, I bet he was in Venom. And Ant, no. he was in Ant Man. He was talking about being on drugs because the car disappeared. He was standing beside. Will Stanley make a cameo in Avengers Four? Yes, uh-huh. that was posted four hours ago. So he probably did. So as y'all that. listen to this, I've already said it's Monday night, but they probably won't hear this till about maybe even Wednesday, maybe Tuesday. He will make an appearance. If you listen to this, if you're listening to this and it's Tuesday, that means I'm on top of my game. And the weird thing is, is that may not be his last appearance because if they've got voice, like with technology nowadays, if they've got his voice. You know, like they could do, like they do, like they did Princess Leia or or Dio. Or what he was does, the guy? Dio's uh, doing shows as a hologram right now. Oh yeah, they well they did it with the uh, was Michael it Michael Jackson? Jackson? Didn't he yeah. do a hologram show? And I think Tupac did a hologram. How do you show. feel about that? I don't want to chase a rabbit here, but I I don't know. My, but my first my knee jerk reaction a whole, to the hologram shows was like that's well. Like, there's a whole new discussion now. There's there's artists and bands that I never got a chance to see that like if they went and put on a Nirvana concert right now or a Pantera concert and they gave you a hologram and it was a hologram that's the closest I'll ever get to see to seeing them because I, I, I would didn't go get see, to see them. yeah you know if it wasn't just crazy outrageous tickets but you can't really go back and brag be. about it you know to your grandchildren you can't see oh I, I saw Kurt Cobain back in my day we saw holograms I saw Kurt Cobain hologram no. and then at the end they'll you know, pull it up a, on, your, on their phone and show it to you that they can do it right there but you know there's reality. a whole new discussion on holograms now because they're saying that like there's so much technology now that if an actor doesn't sign on for a new movie that if they own the likeness that they don't need the actor no they can do they can use technology to create that actor that voice everything and, and they don't I even have to have the actor a lot of the I laws mean. on the likenesses is because of back to the future part two uh what's the dude name the dude's name that played uh, uh marty mcfly's dad oh glover is that who you're talking about 
Yeah, Crispin Glover. Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah. Yeah, there was a big lawsuit because uh, they had... I don't know why they had castings of his face because... I mean, he just kind of played himself. Well, they may have prosthetics for his when he was older, older and younger, and younger. I guess, yeah, maybe. But they had like, like castings of his face. Well, he didn't. The contracts didn't work out for him in part two, so they just got a dude and made a mask of him and put it on the dude. And put it on the guy, and, was, and he got pissed. He was like, "You, you can't do that. That's me. You That's can't me. Use you me, can't where use I'm, me. Not I'm not me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that whole so thing a big, now, big you know, lawsuit. They're saying that they don't even need the actors anymore. Like, okay, if an actor is stubborn and don't want to sign on for a sequel, it's like, okay, we just won't use you. We'll, we'll you know, we'll CGI you in this. <laughs> and yep. nobody will care. So, well, I mean, but that's been kind of going on. Not quite as, not quite as the technology we have today, but, I mean, that's been kind of going on ever since The Crow. You remember yeah. the end of the crow? Yeah. So, yeah, because Brandon Lee died during the. I'm not really sure timeline wise how much they they had left to film. It wasn't much. I mean, it was like with the Fast and the Furious, that guy died, and his brother f- did the body double parts, and then they CGI'd his yeah, face. Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, or I remember hearing about it. I never got into the whole Fast and the Furious thing. The one with the the first one with the Rock was pretty good, and like the original one was good. I like the one with there the country dude from up. Sling Blade. I get them all mixed up, but I like the way you talk too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so not to get off script too far, but uh, definitely gonna miss Stan Lee. But we're gonna celebrate his life every time we read a Marvel comic or watch one of these big box office hits. Man, you know I got to thinking about that earlier, and uh, I just remember. As a really young kid, I remember watching the Spider Friends or Spider Man and Friends, whatever that show was. It was Spider Man, Ice Man, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Spider Man, Ice Man, and Starfire. Was that her name? I think. Yeah, they had. uh, Yeah, it was. uh, And then later on, of course, in the nineties, that held up better than the Justice League cartoon, actually. I think. And then the late, the late nineties, they had the uh, just the Spider Man cartoon that was really great. And then those X-Men cartoons. And you always, like, you always heard Stan Lee opening those, you know, narrating. Yeah. And so you know his voice, no matter what. Like, even if you don't see him, you know his voice because of being a kid listening to him talk about Spider-Man. And what a life. I mean, it's one of these weird things. When somebody lives such an amazing life, it's such a long, healthy, amazing life. You, your your brain is in two parts. Yeah, because like, as far as I know, you're bummed out because of their passing. But at the same time, you're like, if we could only be so lucky I know, to, to live, live ninety five years old of, <laughs> of well, not just the length, but the quality of life. Like yeah. look what he gave to the world. Like and he was married to the same three hundred years after you and I are both dead. They're not going to be talking about us, but they'll still be talking about Stan Lee. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, he was married to the same woman for like 70-something years, too. Yeah, like, she passed recently, like in the last few years. Oh, really? Right? I think so, maybe. But they were married forever. I can't think of any other announcements. We really don't have any announcements, because... Nothing big coming up. Huh? Well, a lot of people thought we were going to take a big break after the Halloween season, because we did last year, but I never said nothing about a break. It's just coincidence it's been a couple of weeks. 
So it's not a break. It's just. But I've been, been I've been texting you ever since I saw the the pictures when you were posing as like Negan and stuff. I was like, oh, we got. I actually never did. We got to do this Walker Walker. Star. I actually never. You didn't do it there. I didn't do it there. What was that for? There was so, dude. I walked in and this guy walks up behind me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, we'll get into it. We don't need to get that next. Uh, But when you dressed up as Negan, was that just for Halloween? When you trick or treat? Yeah, that was actually. I took my kids. Oh. And I was I was kind of freaked out because uh, when I took my kids trick or treat and I dressed as Negan, had the bat and everything, and I was amazed because this this. When as you know, first house we get to, there's like this nine or ten year old kid walks up. He goes, "Hey, you're Negan." He's like, "Are you the real Negan?" <laughs> I would have been like, "Yes, give me all the candy." But I was just amazed that it was like a nine year old kid was the first one, and then full size candy bar. And then after that, nobody nobody realized it. And finally, this guy, it was like a sixteen, seventeen year old guy, walks up and goes, "What's up, Negan?" and it was like all night. I only had two people that recognized me, and one of them was like nine years old, eight, nine years old. So, no, you could be like if you're trick or treating as Negan, and they like pull out their candy ball and they put a little bit, you'd be like, I want half. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want, I want half. half your shit. <laughs> your shit. Oh, <laughs> your shit. I want half of it. I'll bash somebody's head in. <laughs> Shut that shit down real Shut quick. That down. <laughs> All right, that's a good intro. Let's All jump right. over to this Walker Talker Con. Walker Stalker. What's the official title of it? It was the Walker Stalker Con. Okay, I had it right. In Atlanta, because they do, like... In hot Atlanta. Yeah, they do, like... I know they do one in Orlando, and then they do one in London, England, and... It was crazy. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a non-profit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. Uh, and action. Action. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Walker Stalker Con. It was, to be honest, like, if you're into the autograph and taking pictures with celebrities, like, pretty much the only two big, big stars that I can think of that was, wasn't there was uh, Rick Grimes and uh, Maggie. They were the only two that were like using their uh, yeah their their Andrew stage Lincoln names. <laughs> and I, I don't remember Maggie's name, but Andrew Lincoln wasn't there. But they were the only two. They're real to me, damn it. Actually, the two that's gone from the show now are okay. Are, okay, spoilers. So, so help me out here. This isn't spoilers. I'm gonna tell them we're going we're we're working. Yeah, this is this count now. So we're gonna have spoilers. But yeah, and everybody knows Andrew Lincoln's gone at this point. Yeah, because I mean, they advertised it. Unless you deleted your Facebook account. <laughs> like and, two well, weeks ago. They even advertised it as yeah. the basis for the show. So so here's my question. I've heard several different things. Because I've always heard that Andrew Lincoln and uh, Maggie, I'll Google her name in a second, sorry. Um, we call her Maggie. Everybody they knows were leaving <laughs> at the, in the same season. But yeah. I, what I originally heard is she's leaving, leaving like two episodes after Rick. 
But what Anthony told me is he read that that was her his that's last what I read. episode was her last episode. If mm-hmm. that's the case, they were kind of disrespectful to her. Well, they haven't explained because anything all about they her. They talked about was Rick leaving, and then they didn't say nothing about her leaving. Why? Why did they leave her out? I think they're they're they setting it up. I think they have a reason for that, but I just don't know what it is. <laughs> Maggie's real name. <laughs> Lauren Cohen. Yeah, that. we knew that. Yeah. yeah. I feel dumb now. But uh, sorry, Lauren. We want you on the show. But uh, but now you know the whole spoiler thing is he's not he's not dead it's he's not he's done on walking Anthony dead but he's it. not done Anthony called it like three weeks ago they, they're gonna make movies i jumped yeah, so on that how, how crazy too. do you think that is movies plural. three three movies oh did they say how many i think they said three i know in the talking dead he said movies and then because yeah. chris hart was like movies like more than yeah one? he's like yeah. yeah and so that's crazy man because the the ratings in the show have dipped tremendously but yet they're dumbling down, which I, I kind of like that. Well, they said it's, instead of backing it's, it's off, almost they're like going a, all in. Yeah, it's almost like they said, "All right, let's screw it, let's reboot the whole show," and that's kind of what they did with like last night's episode. Like you know, they rebooted it. I mean, it's well, six years in the future, runner, and uh, Kirkman's out of it completely, right? But he's still messing. Oh, really? See, I don't or know. Is he I out of the know. comics? No, he's out of the show, but he still messes with the comics. I think. Uh, some of the listeners will probably correct me on that, but uh, well, actually, in the comics, the part I'm reading right now, the part I've got to, it's like one twenty something maybe, is at the end of last season. Like the show caught up quick. The comics started years before the show. Yeah, but the show like glazes over huge storylines in the comics. Like yeah, those, what were they called? The Wolf People. They carved the W. Yeah, the head. wolves. They were. A, yeah, that was a big thing. But they just kind of like. It kind of blew through that. Blew through that and pretty the quick. whole. Uh, and they've done the cannibals. Two. What was that? Terminus. Yeah. They kind of blew through that real quick. And too. they've done at least two. Well, they've actually done three time jumps. Yeah. Because the original time jump was like. And you know what I was thinking uh, about? Season one. You know what I was thinking about? It's like okay, they kept saying okay, the two shows are going to combine: Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead jumped in a year. So that they'd be caught up in timeline, and then Walking Dead's like, F- "You, I'm still leaving you behind," and they jumped up six more, <laughs> six more years. It's like catch that. <laughs> it's like catch up with us now. now. Like, wobbling. It's like WCW and WWE. So, but they could actually go into and still combine the shows, you know, and skip their timeline like a, too. But it's it doesn't kinda, feel like a different show. But they they finally changed the intro you know what i mean the the opening credits it's got the same yeah, music, but like everything's all green have you also noticed that like it's the, different animations did, and, did you also notice how the walking dead uh like the title you know got, how it used to deteriorate now and now it looks it's it's, it's actually like back up you know to it's, almost it's where green. it was at to begin with yeah <laughs> it's like grass-fed it's like organic. But like to get it to keep from giving spoilers, you know, the big deal now is the of course the whispers. Everybody's figured that part We've out. We've already been introduced. We were actually and introduced to them not this episode but the one before cuz I did that preview. Yeah. And the walkers were coming through and they went, "Where are they?" Yeah. Like walkers don't do that. Well, they've um 
You know who they cast as the big baddie, right? Uh-uh, I don't. It's the guy that played Opie on Sons of Anarchy. Mm. Big dude. I mean, like, I can't think of his name right now either. But I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, it's the guy that played Opie. I mean, he's that's that's perfect, too. Yeah. And I hadn't got that far in the comics. That's actually why I started reading the comics again. I started reading them again. I got to 100, and I'd stopped at 100. I want a copy of And I went back. You know, and, you can uh, actually get a copy of 100 for less than 50 bucks. Really? Yeah, and that's the first appearance of Negan. I need that. <laughs> I mean, you if you really, like, you know how I do when I when I shop for a comic book? I stalk it for, like, but man, months. I'm like a tiger, like, stalking it. You know how some of the characters are and different. And I find that perfect one, and I just pounce on it. But you can get it for, it varies. Like, it's one of those that goes up and down and up and down. But I'm going to say you can get it for around $50 in good condition. Well, you know how the, you know how in the comics and the and the show... Like, everything was, like, the people were pretty much, they were different. Like, you know, in the comics, Rick's only got one arm, you know. And then the uh, the governor was a long-haired Mexican guy with a, a handlebar mustache and, like, a, a patch over his eye, you know. And then everybody's different. But I've got to noticing, like, Negan in the comics, man, it's word for word. Like, his whole conversation with Carl, it's it's all, pretty much every part he had in the show is word for word exactly how he did it in the comic. Yeah. I mean, it might have been somebody different that he was talking to or something, you know, just to keep the suspense up a little bit, but... It's fun to go back and forth and, between the two, the comic and the... Because they're so different, but then again, they're, they're so the same. Yeah. And I, I have to admit... Most of my knowledge, which I've read a lot of the comics, but most of my knowledge of what happens in the comics is from people that read it and then tell me. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like the Star Wars yeah. Expanded Universe. Well, it was the same way. They all read the books and tell me And what it was happens. the same thing with uh, Game of Thrones. It's like, you don't have to read Game of Thrones. As long as you got some good nerd friends, like the people, you know like The people that read Game of Thrones, they're going to tell you what happened in the book that didn't happen in the show or how far in the show is different. That's not the way it happened in the books. <laughs> they're going to tell you that. I do it too, though. So I can't say a whole lot, but. So anyway, back to Walker Stalker Con. Uh, my question is like, a lot, at a lot of these cons, when you have a celebrity there, in which I understand it, I mean, it's a business. Everybody's got to make money. But did you have to pay like a ton of money? To get I, your I never got the autographs. Or, or uh, the big ones. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there was a fee. Glenn, and Negan, and uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah. They were they were right at like a hundred bucks to get your picture and an autograph. Wow! It was about a hundred bucks. Some of the lesser known ones are the the mid card. <laughs> some of those guys were like, like were like wrestling reference. Yeah, some of those guys were like sixty to eighty, and then some of the newer people or small roles were usually around thirty or forty. But so I didn't. I mean, if if you like that kind of stuff, man, it's. And, and it was cool seeing everybody. We didn't we didn't go get autographs. You know, it was like us when we went to WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, we didn't go we didn't go up there and stand in line and get autographs and stuff. But there was. You remember me and you were standing and, in line for John Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> and no offense against John Morrison, I think he's amazing. But I mean, we we're going to be in line for like three hours. Yeah, and we're like, like nah, we're dude, not doing this. <laughs> I don't like him that much. No. <laughs> I don't like, like anybody that that, that help much. Changing a tire or something. Yeah, I would help. Pull him, over and help John him. Morrison. Yeah, but I ain't gonna stay in line for three hours just to meet the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you watch those panels on YouTube from all the comic cons and that kind of stuff. Well, they had those kind. Of, they had a bunch of those panels, which uh, 
Oh, yeah, but we went to a couple of panels. We went to T-Dog's panel, and uh, he was actually there. Like, a lot of the older ones were there. Like, from the uh, old... What uh, center, like, building was this at? It was at the government, the Georgia government complex, right beside. It's uh, they're you know they're all right there together, because the one we went to is no longer there anymore. The one we went to for WrestleMania. Really. You know they tore it down. It turned into the Mercedes Benz thing. It's actually kind of across the street. The Phillips Arena is something else now too. The government complex was the only one that that we went to that's still there. Anyway, it was at the Georgia government complex. That's where we went to see uh, the WrestleMania access stuff. Yeah. That was the building we went to. So it's, it's like a big, it's almost like a big, huge hotel lobby almost, or something. It is big. But, um, so we walk in and there's like, there's probably like 400 vendors. So it's like a big walking dead flea market. <laughs> I mean, we walked for, like seriously, we walked the place over for three days and we were still finding something cool, you know? Like, by the third day, we're still just walking around looking at stuff. I mean, I bought some, uh, you know, I've got, I, I collect those Funko Pop. We found some of those there that we needed for our collection that we that we found that was pretty cheap. I bought, we bought probably, I don't know, five, six of those. My wife, she got a, um, a snow globe with like a skull in them, and it had like bats flying around. So she got this really cool snow globe and then, uh, like you get, I bought these pictures, like 3D pictures of sharks and stuff. I bought those for my kids, and then I mean, we, like, dude, we bought a ton of stuff. And so it wasn't just Walking Dead stuff. It was just no. Actually, do you remember? Is it? There's a there's a one of the, and you'll know who I'm talking about when I say it. I think it's it may be Dawn of the Dead, the big black guy that wore the the blue jumpsuit. Big ball headed black guy. It was like Dawn of the Dead, maybe that he was in. Was it the black and white one, the original? It was an older guy. No, it was in color, but it was an older guy. You know, we had this conversation. But anyway, we that get, guy we get the of the dead mixed up. Yeah, there's a lot Day of, of them. Dead, so, Dawn of the Dead. It may have been Day of the Dead. I can't remember, but it was the big. Return I know you Living Dead. He was on the Living Dead. He was the main character in one of them, anyway. But he was there just selling stuff at random, like he, you know, he was selling autographs or pictures of himself, and then he, I think he wrote a book and had some. He had some other stuff there. He was selling. He was just a vendor there, so it was kind of cool just to see him. And then they had a. Uh, they had a big replica of the of Dale's Winnebago <laughs> there, and then I mean there was there was plenty of stuff. Just walking around and looking at stuff. I mean, like I said, we walked for three days and, and was still finding cool stuff. It sounds know? like uh, you could go have a good time and not have to spend just a, a buttload of money beyond the price of admission. Well, the price of admission is crazy. Oh, is it high? <laughs> yeah, well, and we bought we got VIP. We're looking at three bills. But what, what we did, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Wow. We got we actually got the VIP passes. They had them on sale for uh, the price of general admission for one day, and uh, so we actually we actually uh, canceled our general admission ones and got the VIP passes. But they have a gold and a platinum pass. Which basically means if you're wanting autographs, you'll be the first in line to get an autograph. But just you know, pay for them. $1,500. Bucks. Woo! That's just, that's not even paying for the autographs. That's just paying to be one of the first few in line for the autographs. So, I mean, and, and the seating at the panels, VIP and uh, 
VIP and gold and platinum got to go first for the seating. And you actually got in an hour earlier than general admission. So, like, it was cool, like, because we're walking, and there's all these general admission people. They were upstairs from us. Like, they're, they're all looking over at us. And I was like, look at those losers in general <laughs> admission. It's like, here we are. We got an hour to go kill in here before y'all can even come in, losers. <laughs> it's like when you're walking past first class to go to coach. But and no, like all the, the first reason, class people looking at you like. But the main reason I decided not like. to dress as Negan <laughs> is uh, we had been there like 10 minutes. And we walk up and there's this group. And it's it's uh, it's a it's a Rick Grimes cosplay, a Negan cosplay, and a uh, Daryl cosplay. And I think they had Carol too, I believe. But these guys are like award winning. Well, this guy, that I mean, he looks exactly like uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, walks up behind me, and there's this big poster of Rick, and he starts chewing this big poster of Rick out as Negan. And, I mean, the guy had the voice down pat. I mean, I've tried to do the voice, and it's it's not that great. <laughs> not com- Nowhere near compared to this guy. And so I decided at that point, I was like, no, I will not be... <laughs> It's like I'm. I'm not trying to compete with this dude. Like he's, he's got it. But they were award winning. They actually had a panel that they did. The the four of them. They didn't need. There was a big cosplay uh, competition going on too. And uh, so they we actually stayed and watched most of the cosplay competition. That was pretty cool because it, it wasn't just uh, Walking Dead in the cosplay. Like we saw Batman. We saw a village of. Uh, Walking Dead Smurfs. That was kind of cool. They were Smurfs, like undead Smurfs, walking around. And but I mean, it was cool. It was a fun little trip. But I mean, like I said, it's 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 just a con. I mean, it's all like just a. Yeah. It's just like a this. We it's the same thing as any kind of Comic Con, except it was Walking Dead themed. And we need to try to go as an you know on an official capacity. And while most cons really heavily embrace podcasts because that's free advertisement for them so they you know they want them there yeah this one being so big I don't know if they'd let us in for free no you, you, the vendor passes you know I was telling you like well it's the, not um, even a vendor because we're not making money we're not selling shit they call it a the uh, media pass or I don't know what the they thing. might so I don't know if they so I know the vendor passes you know I was telling you the platinum and gold were $1500 there's no telling how much it costs to set a booth up in there. We asked one of them, you know, how I said, I said, are you selling a lot? And they said, yeah, but we still like they had sold like thousands of dollars, right? <laughs> and they was like, we still haven't sold enough to pay for us to be here yet. So wow. there's no telling what they pay for that. Yeah, they but listen for free. <laughs> they told us that there was thirty-something thousand people walked through there. So. You know, over the whole weekend, there was 30,000 people bought tickets. So, hey, we're in 100 countries now. They better give real pop culture a freaking six bob. 100 countries? Yeah. We could handle, yeah. I mean, and there was, there was some they wasted space there, table man. And an electrical outlet. There was a lot mean. of little wasted space there. We could have we set a table up. I don't see a problem with that. You <laughs> should get forgiveness and permission. Yeah, we just show up. <laughs> or just walk around and hand out cards, at least. Well, I mean, you, there was there was people doing that anyway. So how oh, do you? I got this. If if uh, when we see Anthony, they had this little role playing 
game, board game type deal. It was a new thing that this guy had come out and he was pushing. And uh, he didn't even have any there that he was selling. He was actually just pushing his website. But he had it there to explain everything to you. And uh, I got his card and I've been meaning to look it up and try to check it out and see. And uh, I was actually going to send it with Anthony so he could look into the to that it's it's a it's more of a board game than a role-playing game but it's kind of a crossover sort of like it's 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 like playing D, but you got a board game instead of instead of just rolling dice you know dude i know how we can get in so how's that you were in stroker ace <laughs> you can be I our celebrity my card you can you oh, you're gonna yeah, celebrity card after all these years you got to cash in that stroke race money, <laughs> and we're going to get a booth. <laughs> All my royalties from that movie. I mean, seriously, we'll be like, uh, we'll play it up big. Like, you don't, you, you don't know who he is. Are you serious? He was a stroke race child actor. Child Come actor, stroke race fame. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> are I, thought you y'all, serious? I thought y'all had y'all's finger on the pulse of what's going on around here. Maybe we need to talk to another con. Maybe, oh, maybe we, we did. take our business elsewhere. No. <laughs> okay, well, give us a booth. You know, we'll, um, we'll let him sign autographs. You know, Maggie Grace that played on Lost and played on Taken, the girl from Taken that yeah. was on Lost. You know, she's on Fear the Walking Dead now. But we're just walking out like, like the CNN. There's the from where we were at, we stayed at a hotel called the Glen, and there's the Glen and the Omni, and then the CNN Center, and then the the Georgia Congress world center or whatever it is and uh so we were walking in front of the omni which we actually had the omni booked but that's where all the famous people stayed we actually had it booked and and canceled it and got us another room at the Glen because uh we had heard better reviews about the Glen. but anyway all the famous people stayed at the omni so we were walking out and uh i look over and and there's maggie grace like she's got her hat on and you know she's got her head almost shaved now for the show She's just sitting there yeah. waiting on a cab or a ride or something and hanging out and talking on her phone. Like, nobody even realized who it was. And Which hotel did we stay in when we went down there for WrestleMania? We were on Peachtree. That's uh, the Marriott, I think, is where we stayed. I thought it was called the Hyatt. But it was a few blocks over. Is there one down there over. called the Hyatt? It was right. I think it's... Because that's where all the wrestlers were staying. All of those are connected. Yeah. All those buildings are kind of connected. Do you remember those people from, like, Australia or somewhere or Austria that thought I was Triple H? Yeah, point. <laughs> Obviously, I was. But yeah, this was more now. downtown area. It's like it's not far from where we stayed, but it's you know it's it's a different part of town. There's some pretty nice places to eat right there where we were at. Uh, I don't know, man. I kind of like Atlanta. I mean, I've gone since you know when we went to WrestleMania. That was my first trip to Atlanta, and I've gone three, four times since the, and I've gone. Two times, three times, so in like the last two years. What was your so, overall take of the experience? Are you gonna go back? You said it was I would. I would. Is it, is it worth I mean, it? yeah. I mean, I, I just had a good. We had a good time. It was fun. Um, Are you going back next year? I probably won't, just because I want to do something different next year. Right. But, but what if we can get that Stroker Race card cashed in? <laughs> <laughs> we might could do it. <laughs> Like, I don't know, man. If, if, if somebody, like I said, if somebody collects autographs, like, because I had actually thought about, you know, getting a Funko Pop and taking over there and getting it autographed because 
I mean, that turns around and like adds a hundred dollars or whatever to the value of your Funko. If you get it witnessed. If you get it signed. Is it the same with comics? You have to have a witness there. Well, it's it's that, or you can you can take pictures, okay. like you can picture witness, like that kind of deal, or. Uh, there's on the Funko what they'll do is they'll. Uh, I think you can have them authenticated. Is that how you say it? <laughs> You can like send them off and have them authenticated. I don't buy them. I've bought the Alice Cooper and the, the Tom Baker, Doctor Who. The big thing about the Funko, people have give to me. The big kids. thing about Funko is that there's a lot of fakes out there, man. Oh yeah. Like you can, if you collect something, like, cause you can buy the stickers. You know, like they have those. Uh, san diego comic-con stickers on some of them or yeah. something exclusive or you know well you can buy those stickers and like you can i mean there's so many people trying to sell fakes and i mean they're making killing you know they'll take a ten dollar pop doctor it up put it in a box put a sticker on it put a new sticker on it make a killing dude they'll sell a ten dollar pop or eight dollar pop for like 400 bucks you know and I mean, there's a lot of fakes out there, but but they, I mean, you can make money off of them if you if you're you know if you're a collector and you find the people that's want that's got what you collect. I mean, I don't pay a whole lot for them. I, I'm actually like uh, my wife; she'll go online and she'll order like a set, like she'll yeah. pre-order a set that's coming out, and uh. Sometimes you won't get like a certain special one, you know what I mean? You have sometimes you'll have a chance to get a special one that they send out, you know, like an exclusive or some or a, a rare or a chase or something. Well, I don't do that. I I like going to the stores and digging through them. To me that's that's part of the excitement. It's like we just we just ran across a Bret Hart at a at a Walgreens in a backwoods town. I couldn't even tell you what town it was in because the glasses on we just pulled over and I found a Bret Hart and bought it off the shelf for 11 bucks and checked it out and it was uh, I think at one time it got up to like 44 bucks is he wearing you know? those sunglasses yeah and I mean it got a, it like I got in the car and checked this you know I bought it for 11 dollars just cause I thought it was a cool pop you know that's the reason I bought it yeah and uh got in the car checked it and it was like 37 dollars at the time I was like they had two of them. We'd already got down the road before I realized it, or I'd have, I'd have went in and bought the other one, you know, just to trade it or sell it to somebody so I can buy something different, you know. But how do you feel about the direction of The Walking Dead right now as a fan? I like it. Yeah. I like the time jump. It gives us something fresh and new. Yeah. I mean, it's, it feels like it does feel like a soft reboot of the show, doesn't it? Is that what it needed? That's what I think. I think so. Well, I mean, a lot of people think that uh, people quit watching the show because uh, I hear people go, "Well, a lot of people quit watching because well, now, of Carl and this and that." I'm like, "No, it's eight seasons in. Most shows don't last this long." I know. You know. Well, they. So I, maybe this is this. It is was the, crazy because like when we when they, anytime I told anybody I was that we were going to the Walker Stalker. Anytime I told anybody, they was like, "Oh man, I used to love that show. I watched it up until." Up until Glenn got killed, and then I hadn't watched it since then. It's like, and then, I mean, which I, I, I admit, you know, sometimes the show gets a little slow. You know, the pace of the, the show gets a little slow. Yeah, how much can you But you have to build up the characters, because yeah. if you just throw people in there, 
and you don't build the characters up, you don't care whether they get killed or not. You know? I think it's if changed. You haven't the, built view, the, the viewership has changed. And, it used to be everybody in the entire household would gather around the TV, you know, at 8 yeah. o'clock. And now it's more hardcore fans. But now, but now it's the hardcore fans like us watch it as it comes out. But then you have millions of people that DVR it, Netflix it. And not going to Netflix so much or whatever. I don't know yeah. how that data gets calculated, but I don't know of many people that just said, I don't watch it anymore at all. There's very few people that I've heard that said, oh, I'm just done with it. Yeah. Most people say, like, well, I'm I'm not caught up, but I'm I'm gonna But it's I'm like gonna, you said, they I mean eight like, seasons my, and they're I'm not gonna, even they're not even planning on quitting anytime soon. And I mean it's eight seasons in and like you said, most shows like eight million viewers an episode. I mean <laughs> That's a lot. It's, it, they're still like I mean, even if they lose viewers, they're still one of the top rated shows. I mean it's just like if you're they've got rid of some of the high paid actors. <laughs> now they have, yeah. Got a bunch of new guys in there. I have no but, idea what they were paying Andrew Lincoln, but you know, he's gone, Maggie's gone. Yeah. They're probably paying her a pretty good chunk of change. A lot of the originals. These new I, people, there's actually there's only there. what, two new ori- two originals left now? Daryl and Carol, are they the only two originals? Yeah, and then Carol Carol's anybody. dead in the comics. Yeah, well she died early in the, in the comics. Yeah. Like she died early two. in the comics, and uh, but Carl's still alive in the comics. Rick's yeah, still there in the comics. But they're saying like, okay, this this whole new thing is kind of like it's still going to be kind of storied by the comics, but they've changed. You know how they change people up? Because yeah. like Michonne in the show is more like Andrea in the comics. Andrea is was it was uh, Rick's girlfriend, you know. In the comics, and she's the yeah, tough that's what one. Tim was telling me today. And then um, I'd for, I did again. Most people tell me more about the comics than what I read. And Michonne in the comics is is more like Carol Went crazy. in the show. Like oh, no, no, she's no. the hardcore, you know, because Carol's gone in the show. Yeah, and, she killed and herself. Then, uh, she? Yeah, and uh, but she had a kid, so instead of Maggie getting pregnant and having a baby, Maggie and Glenn took Sophia. As their kid, basically. Another thing Tim was telling me today is uh, a lot of the storylines from the comics, it looks like they're going to give to that new boy that's like the prince. Ezekiel's kid. Yeah. And they may give... They're going to trade off the storylines they'd written for Carl. Carl for that. But they they were saying, too, that that could be like Judith. Like they may they may give her some of his storylines basically. Well, yeah, because like Negan was helping her with her homework, and Carl and Negan comics. became like really tight for a little while there. Yeah, I kind of liked that last night, man. On that on the episode last night with them just kind of hanging out and talking, him and helping her with that her Negan's homework. Like but in a, in a good mood now, and he's all clean cut and cleaned up. And well, he's, all... it's six years later, so I guess he just come to terms with okay, I'm in this prison. But you know, what, kind what of all that deal. stuff with him breaking down and crying and all that, was that not just him playing the part? I thought it was. And I even thought that, like, I thought during the last... I don't think he was being for before real. Before I, I realized it jumped. I think he was just doing what Negan does and, and gets in your head. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was just playing that part. And I, mean, st- I still think that. But I also thought, like, at, at some point, because uh, I think... I'm not going to say Negan's going to be the hero... But I think that he's going to come out. Comic book spoiler alert. He helps yeah, out with the whispers. With the whispers. And 
it's him and Beta or the Opie guy. Yeah. So and everybody's looking forward to that big fight, you know. Going back to the, the, the previous episodes where, you know, Negan went on his hunger strike and they were trying to make him eat and all uh-huh. that. There was a couple of weird moments where I thought Negan was going to overpower Maggie and get out of there. And she was even like kind of, he went up against the wall and like crouched down and he was like crying and stuff. Yeah. And she was kind of in the doorway of the cell. Like, he could have just jumped up and shoved her in there and locked the door and I mean, ran away. I, I, at that point, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a matter Was he, he really being for it. real, or was you he know, just being naked? You don't know like, if, he's, if he's being sincere or not. And there, uh, another thing, I swear, I, I, I thought this is what I saw happen. When, she, when he went back into the cell, it looked like he grabbed the key to the cell. I hope that's what I thought. But then it showed her locking up, and I was like, Well, well I thought he had grabbed, you know, they, but he bust, they busted that plate. You know, earlier, Michonne had dropped that plate oh, and busted it. Yeah, and I thought maybe he had grabbed... Sh- what do you call uh, that, a shank? Yeah. In prison? So that's what I thought he had grabbed was a piece of the, the plate, you know, and I had expected until... And then they jumped six years in the future and he's still there. So I was like, okay, well, he didn't escape. But I kind of I, I kind of feel like and hope that they do some flashbacks, you know, like to show you what happened in this time in jump this- uh, at certain t- at certain points. Well, if and, Carol is really, I mean, not Carol, uh, Maggie's really gone, they'll have to, to explain I mean, why she's gone. they can't just explain it. I mean, that's kind of giving her a, you know, it's like. They don't have, like, a narrator? <laughs> yeah. I mean, are they going to just, are that, well, I mean, are, are is this just going to be a story that somebody's telling somebody else about Maggie, you know? And she's, she had a baby, too, so, like, okay, where's the kid? Yeah, Michonne had like, a, a little Rick. Yeah, kid. a little Rick. And then Maggie's kid would be, like, a year younger or a year and a half younger than than Judith so where's Maggie and her kid at you know little Herschel and then Michonne's got her own kid with uh, Rick Rick Jr. (laughs) I didn't see that coming I didn't. I don't think that's (laughs) and then when we saw it we were like whoa no because Rick and Michonne's not together in the comics no well, I wanted to try to get 45 minutes out of this we did I could keep talking but I have got to piss yeah, and wrestling's coming on. Wrestling's been on. We didn't well. even pause it. <laughs> we just ain't seen anything interesting enough yet. To I can't believe how hot it is in here compared to out there. Like, I wore this shirt. Dude, that heater is a bad burn up. bitch. I mean, I, think, I was thinking I was going to freeze the whole night. And it's on low. And I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I shouldn't like this with this sweater on. I'm sweating. That heater right there will warm this room up with the pilot light. Yeah, I can believe it. <laughs> So anyway, uh, let's go uh, take a break. I'm going to even hang, uh, keep you around for a little outro here in a little while. All right, we'll do it. Because we got a whole show right here. We got a whole show. We got a whole My show. My whole first show back. A whole show. Since, a show? Since I left the last whole show I did. <laughs> you were just here like five episodes ago, right? I was, I was on 100 You've been on there since I then. Think we recorded it. We recorded that one. I think I was on one since then. I think you were. We recorded my part for episode ninety nine. Did you not do a and list? Used it in a hundred. You didn't instead. do a list, did you? No, I was. I I had actually sat and thought up the list, and we never we never got together to to do that because I was that was in my busy spell, and I've had to work like crazy lately. I've had to work on my day off, pretty much other than my little bit of vacation time that I took. 
I've had to work on one of my days off every week for like the last two months almost. Yeah, what sucks is with your profession, like we all get off a, a lot of time during the holidays. And that's when I'm working and the I, most. And that's when you really ramp up. Because I was yeah. even thinking about like some D&D stuff or like some, uh, some D&D 5 and like some of the new stuff. Like really Man, I, I want to play some 5 and... We we are we're, we're going to learn an entire story that I'm dying. To we're going to work out a certain time, if even if it's like twice a month, you know, like we're gonna we're gonna even figure out every a Sunday. Other month be better than what we're doing. Like now. twice a month, you know, we're gonna work out a time where we can actually game. Everybody can roll characters and keep a game going. You know, well, keep that's the why same I came characters. Up with the D&D five stuff that I wrote because I can run that campaign because Anthony's running the. Uh, second and D second edition. Yeah. But his work schedule is so uh he works yeah. Slingship. Yeah. So, so you never the, know he's one he's gonna be off or not. Yeah, on the mm. weeks he can't work, we can still run. We're just running a whole different thing. Yeah. But when he's here we're doing his And then my work schedule, I'm on a month rotating schedule. And it's weird. It's like I get I get uh one full weekend off a month. I work one full weekend a month. And then I'm off one Saturday and one Sunday, so it's and my schedule's kind of crazy. So, but we yeah we can do that. We can we can get together and we're we're gonna figure that out at some point. It might be six months or a year from now, but we're gonna figure out how we can get at least once or twice a month. Yeah, if you can, like if five, you're off any during the holidays, and, you know, and that includes Thanksgiving and Christmas, because I'm almost almost I'm off almost a week for Thanksgiving. And like ten days and some change during Christmas and th- and uh, New Year's. But we could just also figure out like on a Sunday, you know that's always that's the best. We, to me, that's, that's when the we have band practice. Oh. Uh, but it gets canceled a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my backup plan. Backup plan. Come on, dude, break your books. What an amazing <laughs> life. I'm either gonna get to play guitar and scream at people, it's or like, I'm gonna play D and D. Mark will either be like, way I win. Mark will be like, either bring your your D and D books or bring or your, your bass. Either. One of the yeah. two. I, I don't know which yet, but I'll let you know. Be ready but have them both ready. Be ready to do something freaking awesome <laughs> on Sundays, <laughs> along with Dallas football. Would be Philadelphia. Yeah. By the I'm, way, I haven't watched. Uh, I, I don't. I I don't really know anything about NFL because I haven't. I, I'm not one of them that just got off of it because of uh, all the politics. I just I've never really watched NFL to begin with. So it's like, and lately I haven't even watched any college ball because of work too. You know? I enjoy watching college ball with Anthony and them because I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't either. You know, I it's just like to cool. watch football. I like football. So I, I enjoy the games, but I don't have the pressure of giving a damn who wins. Uh, but but you know who Dallas I pull for so every year? I pick – or I wouldn't even say every year. Sometimes I'll keep the same team for three or four years. But it's like the ones I enjoy watching, that's who I kind of pull for for that year. And it's, it's usually – I'm not going to say an underdog team because it's not a team that loses a lot. But it's the team that's not exactly the best, you know what I mean? But they, but they got the chance to be. It's like, you know, last year it was Georgia. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, Arkansas started out playing like really hard and heavy, and then before that, it was Texas A&M. You know, and it's it's not the team that's that's going to be national champions. But they could be. That's usually how I kind of pull for them. It's not and the team you need, but the one you deserve. The one you deserve. Oh. <laughs> It's not the team you deserve, but it's the team you get. <laughs> it's the team you get. 
All right, let's go uh, pee. Break. Not together. Not necessarily at the same time, but we're definitely going to both do it. <laughs> and then we're going to come back and close this out. This sounds good. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. And we're back. And we're back. I ain't got to say that in a while. And during the break, we did a shot in honor of Stan Lee. We did. And you even, I'm proud of you. Because you, you haven't been drinking in a while. I don't drink much. Every you once a, in a while. You did a little vodka shot. What I was talking about, I actually drank when we were in Atlanta a couple weeks ago. That's probably the last time I drank. You used to drink a couple beers every time you came over, but now your work schedule, you have to get up so early. I understand. Yeah, 3.30 in the morning comes early. Yeah, you probably don't want to. Like, even now that time's changed, it's still, you know, it's a little bit easier to get up at 3.30 than what it was three weeks ago before the time changed, but, like, it's still pretty rough. <laughs> you were talking about coffee a while ago. I don't know if you know this, but uh, me and Anthony and uh, his brother, David, we brewed um, eight gallons of beer yesterday. No, Saturday. Day before yesterday. And uh, we brewed a a stout. And five gallons of that stout is going to be a coffee stout. Oh, wow. Have you ever had a coffee stout? No. I'd probably drink it. I'd like to to try it anyway. It's... uh, I can't promise that I'll like it because I don't like that kind of stuff most of the time. But well, there's the last beer y'all made that I tried. That don't like I enjoyed it. Real bitter stuff. Yeah, that's what I this don't like. What I call earwaxy beer. This is the opposite <laughs> of that. This is uh, for me. It's almost too sweet because you you know you got the balance between the, the yeah. hops, oh, which yeah. makes it bitter, and the, the malts and everything that makes it sweet. Yeah, and you want to find that perfect balance. Well, a stout is more of a, like a, almost like a dessert beer, but it's okay because it's coffee. Did so, you see the like uh, vats? I, I don't know what else to call them. The the pictures of the vats that I sent to Anthony on Facebook from uh, one of those bars in Atlanta. Uh-uh. Like, I walked up and they had these vats. I mean, they're huge. They're like, I don't know, they're probably... Now, this isn't around. This is wide. They're probably like five foot wide, and they went to the ceiling, and each one of those vats had a an air conditioner vent blowing down on it, and we looked. Uh, one of the uh, nozzles going in was covered like it had like two inches of ice all the way around it. Like, these things were huge, man. I mean, there's no telling how much, and I guess they probably run. I don't know, but they probably run directly to a... Uh, you know, to like a, a draft, to like a, you know, so they probably run straight out to the bar where yeah. it comes out of this vat and they pour it out, you know, they pour it up and hand it to somebody. But, I mean, these vats were like five foot wide probably, and there was four of them in there. I mean, they were massive. Have you done the uh, tour at Litchburg? 
the Jack Daniels tour? Not since I was a kid. I went when I was a kid, but you should go, man. I don't give a damn if you drink. Yeah, my brother was telling me it's, he said he enjoyed it. It is amazing, and uh, he said you could smell it like a mile away. Oh yeah, <laughs> I wanted to dive in. I wanted to do a cannonball. Yeah, cannonball. Into a giant swimming pool of Jack Daniels. Like he's drowning. Well, he's no, already he's fought. He's, he's already fought off. In his life. He may me. die, but he's fought off four people already that's tried to save him. He might him. die, but what a way to go! <laughs> he fought off four people that tried to save him. <laughs> he drowned people trying to save him from drowning. <laughs> Doug and Bob McKenzie, remember them? Strange Brew. You remember oh, that movie? Man, yeah. Yeah, I thought done in in beer would be heaven. <laughs> you know, because all they did was drink beer. Eh? <laughs> Everything was a. Eh? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I had a plan. What were we supposed to talk about on this? Outro? I don't know. We 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 talked about Stanley and Walking Dead. That's about all we talked about. Is there anything coming up that you're excited about? Like in the ne- in the near future, mm. I went like to the, shows or or anything comics coming out. Dude, everything like right now with rebirth, everything is good. Really, all that shit is good. Now I start. I started rebirth, reading. Rebirth um, has eclipsed the new Fifty Two by a. Like you know, I'm a miles. you know I'm a big Marvel fan, so I've always read Marvel. But I've actually been just because you guys are more DC fans. I've actually been trying to go back and read some of Rebirth to try to become a DC fan, you know. And If you read the Batman Detective Comics, and they're so different from each other right now, because they used to coincide. Uh-huh. But now it's like two separate things. I don't see how you could not like it. I'll have to try that, then. Because I... Rebirth was... I mean, uh, New 52 was kind of like... Uh... I jump around a lot. I jump around a lot when I'm reading comics. I'm like, kind of that way myself. I'll read some old shit and then like some like brand new stuff that's just come out. I tell you one that you would like that you need to. And I, the last time I checked, I think they were like. I read the first seven or eight. I'm not sure how many. It's probably it's probably gonna be ten or twelve, total. But you know, you remember they had Old Man Logan. Oh yeah, I read all. You know of those. that. Have you read the Old Man Hawkeye? No, those are good. I, I think you. I think you really go go back because it, it, it ties in together with Old Man Logan. And again, people and, think uh, I just do DC. That's not true. I'm primarily DC. Well, see, that's kind of how. I mean, I you know actually I my favorite. Me, I love me some Marvel too. Believe it or not, I my favorite I, growing up. I just up got time to read it all. Was uh, Firestorm? You know, that's a DC character. But that was what my my favorite growing up, and. uh but it was just that I read more Marvel, and I knew, you know, it's kind of what you know, too. Like, I grew up reading Marvel, so I know Marvel. So, like, if I run across a character, I don't try, I don't have to try to look back and see what this character's about. I already know. You know what I mean? You know what, you know what kept and, me away from the Marvel Universe growing up? Not kept me away, but kept me from just, like, diving in? It's because it's, the Marvel Universe is so big. Yeah, that's true. Like, how could you keep up with it? Like, my, yeah. my cousin. And they tried they, they to fix me, that. He, he kind of got me into comics. Like, he was big into X-Men. And I was like, man. Yeah, there's so many mutants, man. This? But well, there's and so many X-Men titles, titles and spinoffs and one-offs. Like, each individual character had their own thing. Yeah. Know? 
I'm yeah, like, you got like look, Uncanny X-Men, like Ultimate X-Men. I'm just following Batman and I can't keep up with that. How can you keep up with this huge... Like, yeah, X-Men's probably the the most extreme too. But Back in the 90s, like X-Men was probably the most extreme to try to keep up with too though. I mean, it was like... But they also did that... DC also did the same thing back in the 90s with Green Lantern. I mean, think about Green Lantern and all the Lantern Corps and, and all that. They yeah, had you got all the different colors. You know, that's what I'm talking about. They had yeah. the you know, they had all those, and I mean, they were they were the same way. I mean, it, it got to where you had to buy 15 comics to, you know, a month. <laughs> I remember back in the day, I had to go to Big Star or the uh, the People's Drug yeah the drugstore to buy, and I had to buy Detective Comics and Batman, and I was caught up. Yeah, I knew everything that was going yeah. on in that world. And it was like that when I was younger, you know, the 80s. It was like that. I mean, you bought one comic book a month of whatever it is you wanted to read, and, and that was it. You know, you didn't have to buy anything else. Or if you missed but, one, like one of your friends bought it, and y'all could, like, swap. Like, yeah. Trade, yeah. Like, I'll let you read mine, and you, I'll read yours. Well, they, read mine. The thing about Marvel was it got to where there were so many mutants because everybody kept coming up with, you know, that swap writers and this writer would be like, well, I'm going to bring in a new character that I like. You know, I created. Or bring one back from the dead. And, or bring one back, you know, whatever. Or they'd bring in 10 new characters because they, they, you know, they wanted their own X-Men team. So they'd bring it, they'd bring in 10 new characters. Well, then. You know that guy would last a year or whatever, and then he would he would leave, and a new writer would come in, and they would be like, "Well, I want to use a couple of his guys, but I want to bring in ten more." Well, this guy that did it last, he went to writing some other some other uh, comic. He decided to take some of his characters with him and add ten more to it. You know, yeah. and it's just like so the world cr- got so big, and then they tried to fix it a couple times. You yeah, know, they start they started. They started killing off people. Well, how does and, Marvel handle, uh, like, when DC gets ready to, to clean up continuity and do some retcon, they have a crisis. You got well, uh, Marvel Final just crisis, has a crisis big... on Infinite Earths, uh, Infinite Crisis. Uh, there, there's a lot of crises going on. Well, now that's and they, that's they, they the do that. Marvel does that, and they, they they just try to do. They clean up continuity. They kind of do that. Marvel, the big thing about it is, is there's there's uh, alternate universes and all this and that. Like the last one, I think, as far as I know, was like the new Secret Wars, where they basically, you know, if you've got if you've got four versions of Thor, four versions of Wolverine, you know, they just put them in a big ass battle royal, and the one that survives is the one that gets there, you know, and. Um, the ones that survive at the end have their own comic books. You know, you're the Wolverine, or you're the you're the Thor that lives, so you get to be the real Thor. You know, I bought it's a like, copy of the Return of Wolverine, but I haven't read it yet. I haven't read that yet. I don't even know why he was gone. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about all all superheroes, like for the most part. Well, let me ask you this: Everybody in comic books dies, and they come back, and they die, and they come back, and they die, and they come back. What uh? What resurrection of a character have you seen that you thought would have been like lame but wanted up being awesome? I know mine for sure. Oh, like a, a new one coming in, maybe? Or like, or like somebody, somebody somebody that died and you were like they you you, you thought they should have just left them dead, but you were surprised at how good oh, it when was. They, and they when they come back, you mean? Yeah. Um, Did it actually worked? Like really worked? 
Well, it was kind of weird. The, the, the newest one, it's kind of weird with Captain America when he joined Hydra kind of deal. It's like they finally brought Steve Rogers back, you know, and then come to find out he's been with Hydra or whatever. That was kind of crazy, which I haven't read that, but, I mean, that's kind of crazy. I heard about that, but I, but, haven't, I haven't read it. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, the comebacks. I, I, it was always cool that uh, I would... I don't know, man. <laughs> well, and I'm trying to think of a Marvel one, but I, but actually, I keep I keep returning to uh, DC does it well. They, well, they do my, it with Robin mostly. To, not, <laughs> yeah, dude, Red Hood. Yeah, I ate so much crow. They do it with Robin. I so ate much. so much crow with Red Hood yeah. because I was like, dude, Jason Todd's dead. Just leave somebody dead. You've got more Robins. You've got more things going on. You know. He, he died. What about new... I mean, does, because Death in the Family was an epic... You know, even though it was kind of sad, it was such a huge part of the Batman story. I was like, leave this guy dead. And I didn't even like the way they brought him back. It was like Superboy from Earth 2 punched reality during one of the crises <laughs> yeah. and changed continuity. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? But some of that stuff you just got to look over in hopes of a better future. You know what I but mean? Damn it, if Red Hood over. is not a bad son of a bitch. Yeah. He's like the Punisher meets Batman. It's like, uh, does DC do that alternate version of characters? Do they do that a lot? Oh God, yeah. They, they are the inventors of the multiverse. But I mean, with DC, the multiverse has been around since like the early 70s. But is there any that you actually like? You know what I mean? Like another version comes out well, and you actually a, like them. And I'm not going to say more than the original character, but as well. well. This is my number two, and this isn't part of the multiverse. This is an alternate timeline. And again, I had to eat crow because I protested. This is like, some people need to stay dead. Thomas and Martha Wayne need to stay dead. Uncle Ben needs to stay dead. Like some people need to die and stay dead, damn it. That's but what then, death but is. Then you get good, get, what then you get you good stories like Flashpoint. But then you get good stories like Flashpoint. With, Flashpoint. That's, Thomas that's awesome. Wayne as Batman. Yeah. Oh my God. And, He's and, my other Batman now. Like and Martha Wayne every, as Joker. I have and, every <laughs> appearance of Thomas Wayne as Batman yeah. in comic form. That is a bad son of a bitch. Because... He's like that's a cool one. That's a, I'll John say Wayne that's a cool one. Meets Batman, meets like the Punisher, meets the Joker. <laughs> well, you know, like in Marvel, like he doesn't give the a reason shit. I ask it whiskey. He uses guns. Yeah, he's Batman. He doesn't care if you he think Batman's a little a gruff. Like you think Batman's a little gruff? Read Thomas Wayne Batman stuff. Like yeah, it's, well, <laughs> it's like Batman. Like he doesn't care if he dies. You remember in Justice League? Yeah. When Aquaman was like, that was your plan to die? Because <laughs> Batman doesn't care if he dies. Thomas Wayne's Batman really doesn't care if he dies. Yeah, he's too... He doesn't yeah, he's kamikaze all the way, yeah. <laughs> he wants to. Um, Have you kept up with any of the, the new stuff from uh, the DC Universe? Like, I haven't read anything. I started reading uh, when Rebirth first came out. I started reading uh, Deathstroke. No, when I'm talking about the D- DC Universe, I mean the subscription service of the, like the Titans TV show. Oh no no no, I hadn't. It's really good. Uh, I hadn't watched it. They're doing that. a swamp. What's thing. it on? 
Well, you have to subscribe to it. It's oh, like it's Netflix. DC. It's like their own. It's called DC version. Universe. And oh, okay, you, okay. You pay cool. like six ninety nine a month or something like that. Do you get all the other shows like Arrow and a Flash point. and well, all that? Not all Do of they them. Give you those? Some of them are contracted out, but you get a lot of stuff, and you get comic books, digital comics. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. How much is it? It's like six ninety nine. It's pretty reasonable. Oh wow! It's not as expensive as Netflix, but that show Titans. I've been watching it and it's it's really good. I started the. You know, My only complaint, and they're doing this with the animated films, it's unnecessarily not family friendly. And don't get me wrong, I have no problem with oh, yeah. R-rated stuff. Yeah. But like Robin dropping f bombs and like just excessive violence, I'm like, this show would be just as good without it. Yeah, it's like I bought um, just because Deadpool had a great movie. I bought that cartoon where movie. He said the f word a lot. The, uh, it doesn't mean you have to do that forever now. I bought that com that cartoon movie uh, Justice League versus uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, or I think it's just called the Titan. I don't think it's called. It, maybe it is Teen Titans. I know what you're talking about. But anyway, it's got a lot of cussing in it, and, and my kids were telling me what all cuss words were in it. And yeah, I was I like, well, y'all are old enough. You know, my kids are old enough now to where they know, the okay, worst one was it's that, a cuss word. Don't say it. Well, let me give you an example you know, that where it worked. Uh, they did uh, the killing joke. Mm-hmm. Not the killing joke. There's a new one that just came out not too long the ago. One, the, one, the, the, the one rated R one they did that they should have done rated R. It was the killing joke. Was it the suicide? Oh, now there was a Suicide Squad one that they did the cartoon way before the the movie yeah, it was came the, out. It was the killing joke, and it was pretty raw too. <laughs> uh, but then they did one called Batman Harley Quinn. Yeah, there was ridiculously like she had sex with Nightwing, but there was like this real campy stuff that was geared towards children. But these really adult situations. Yeah, and, it's like, why are you and, giving and it to children review, when they can't even watch the it? The best <laughs> review I saw of this movie, they said, who is this for? Yeah. Is it for kids or adults? Because, <laughs> you know, it's way too controversial to be for kids, and it's way too campy for adults. Yeah, well, you know, they did that They did that Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, I think it was called... Uh, just because it worked one It wasn't time. called Suicide Squad. I think it was like... A, Escape from Arkham or something like that, or so it had something to do with Arkham. But anyway, it had a, uh, it had like sex scenes and stuff in it, and and it was like I mean they didn't directly show the sex scenes, but still it, they were in there. Yeah. And then it's it's like there's no way I would let my kids watch that one. Like I'm okay with a cuss word here and there. You know, my kid, your kids are going to hear cuss words, you know. They, they you just teach school, them what they can say, what they can't say, you know, th- that kind of stuff. And that's fine. But, I mean, they, but there's there's some things. It's like, I'm, I'm my kids are watching a cartoon, and when I hand them a cartoon, they think it's okay because I'm handing it to them to watch, you know, and it's a cartoon. Like, if it was an adult cartoon, and I know, like, I'm not going to let my kids watch, uh, some of the Adult Swim stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> they can't handle that kind of stuff. My point they is, they is, don't need to see that kind of stuff. Well, some the story, of it's, yeah, if it's a part of the story, like Deadpool, I think it's a hundred percent necessary for Deadpool to be rated R. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, I don't but, disagree with that at all. But there's like this Titan show. I really like it a lot. But 
when it comes to like the things they're doing that makes it you know quote unquote unrated or R rated or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't see how it helps the story for Robin to drop f bombs and just yeah. Drop I don't get that. Some of the ridiculous but... amount of blood and violence. I'm like this this story would have been good regardless. Maybe they really maybe that. they I took the idea to maybe they took the idea of Deadpool and kind of went on that because that's what a lot of things well they are keep doing. saying that there there would never be like uh you know Marvel's saying that there there would never be like an R rated Wolverine movie you know they kept saying that because they were they were thinking Old about Man doing Logan. or like well you know with like all those. When they did that, they were they were talking about that. Yeah. Professor Higgs. But when they did that, they were. Watch your mouth. But Logan is not. Like I would let my kids see any of the X Men movies. You know, and I would probably let them see Logan because it's not that bad. I mean, oh, they man, got Logan? cussing in it, but yeah. I would let them see it. But but, I mean, like it's Logan wasn't made for the same audience as the first three X-Men movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Logan's made for more of a mature audience, and it's not its not as campy, like you said. It's not... I guess that's where the rating system's co- coming into play, but, again, just because it worked... You know, at some point... One show or one movie doesn't mean that's a one-size-fits-all thing. Like, But, you know, I'm okay with a little bit of... Don't try to force it because it, it works so good. I'm, a, I'm okay with a little bit of campiness in some of it because it is comic book you know stories it's so there's got to be some of that you know there's got to be some stuff that they just can't explain because there's you know i mean you can't justify stuff that was written in the 40s you know because technology's changed and you know our way of thinking's changed because a lot of these comics were written in the in the you know 40s 50s 60s whatever you know and everything's changed so it's like it's like I watched this thing, this video on on how much uh, like radioactive spider venom it would take to even like a radioactive spider bite. Yeah. Like it, it, before your bloodstream even noticed that there was anything different, it was like a godly amount, an ungodly amount of spiders would have to bite you. <laughs> and it's like stuff like that is like okay, it is a comic book. We don't have to justify how you have to suspend you know, your disbelief the radiation and to a certain extent. And yeah, you have to just say, okay, okay, it's not going to be real, you know. And but there, like, there's this guy on uh, the Nerdist, you know. There's this guy that that does science with all the comic book stuff, and he does a really good job of it it's too. Because science is that it? Yeah, I'll yeah, watch it. and he does a really good job of that. Like he was talking about how powerful that. Uh, Magneto would actually be like it, it was ungodly how powerful he would actually be like but they they don't give him as much power as what he should have Quicksilver in the, in the too, movies and stuff Quicksilver that was another one too yeah. yeah it was crazy how powerful they would be have you ever read the Quicksilver story like after House of M or whatever it was called where everybody lost their powers or some certain ones you know Iceman lost Iceman and Quicksilver were the main two I've read the And flash. then Quicksilver went back and uh he went to the uh the little island place that the uh inhumans live and got some of the crystals and got some of his powers back, but his powers changed and he could jump. Instead of him being fast, he could just jump into the future. You know, like a couple of days he was so instead of him being like a fast runner, he was like so fast he'd just jump into the future like two or three days. 
So it, it was kind of neat. It was a different take on Quicksilver. But all right, we're gonna wrap this up. We are at an hour and twenty three minutes. It'll be more like an hour when yeah. I come with my editing magic. Magic. What do we need to call? When we listen to this, think about it. I always gotta think, man. When we listen to this, it'll be in the future. Dude, time travel blows my mind with the show. Like right now, we're in the past talking to ourselves in the future. But no, actually, with this when show, when we listen to it, for, for once, we did the intro first, then we did the oh, that is true, and then the and outro. Then now we're doing the outro. <laughs> That's like one out of a like how many? That we're never at, you're at 105. That, that and like, almost <laughs> never happens. Yeah. Usually we do like an and you wrapped it up in one night too, and then man, we'll do so. like an intro and I'll be like, "Hey, uh, what are y'all doing tomorrow night?" It's like, are "You coming over? We need to do like we need to do like an outro for this." Or worst case scenario, I have to intro something I don't even remember doing, so I repeat <laughs> things that I, I said during the the main body of it. So, oh yeah, yeah. Time travel's crazy, man. I don't I don't know how Doctor Who does it. Good thing he's a fictional character. I know. Time travel's confusing, <laughs> big time. But no, yeah. I'll, I'll but we should leave. let's say hey though. Let's we should say hey to future Clint and future Mark. We should like Bill and Ted. Hey, future Clint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, past <to> us. <laughs> but being that we did this all at once, unless something crazy happens over the next day or two, I should have this out pretty. Pretty and it'll actually be in a time like we'll talk about Walking Dead and it'll be the one be, be that we're actually talking about instead of like two weeks later. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast like weeks after we put it out, so this will be old news to them. Yeah, it's like Stanley died Stanley a month ago. Died, like, that's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's old news. So Rick Grimes, duh. <laughs> yeah, we know he left. Like we've already seen what happened to Maggie and the baby. <laughs> like yeah, y'all need to catch up. Yeah, well, we're in the past. We're in the past. Future this people. This is past Clint. You past future Mark. people that are listening to this, you can still enjoy. <laughs> we're it. in the past. The past is something. This that, was Veterans Day. This is history. <laughs> All right, we gotta sign off. All you, right. You don't have a thing. You're going to make it up on the fly. I don't know. I always just said Clint out. <laughs> That'll work. Just get ready to say it. Seacrest out. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. Well, you gotta come up with something different. You gotta say something. It's gotta have a stroke Stroke race. I'd rather do eastbound and down. Well, you weren't on that show. <laughs> Damn it. I'm gonna go back in the past and be on that well, I show. I mean, we can't try. time travel. <laughs> Damn it, I'm gonna pick new Burt Reynolds movies. <laughs> uh what show number is this? One oh four? One oh four. Thank you for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode one oh four. We are broadcasting live from the shit. Hi atop. <laughs> you know it better not do. <laughs> the Kill J Tower. <laughs> We're broadcasting live. From AK 103.6 in Cincinnati. <laughs> That's WKRP. Thank you for listening to Real Pop Culture episode 104. We're Boston. We're <laughs> Boston live from high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters, the Kill J Ranch. <laughs> Love you, bye. Bye bye. <laughs>
Is that your thing now? Bye-bye. That's my thing, Bye-bye. I guess. Bye-bye. See you later. Hasta luego. See you in St. Louis. Spell it. <laughs> All the Bugs Bunny stuff. Use your word mouth. Hasta luego. See you in St. Louis. Bye-bye. Adios. Arrivederci. That's all the that's all the ones I know. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call the list. You just made the list. Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app. Search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash Podcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to advertisecast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popculture4real, that's the number 4real, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.